Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome back to uh, your Mindset Monday. So I'm Fran Excel, Mindset and Personal Development Coach. And what I do is I help other women find their positive pants and start to live a life that they really, really love. Um, No more waiting around, wishing your life away, living for the weekend. None of that. Thank you very much. So today, what I want to talk about is procrastination. It's something that we all struggle with, me included. But I have a few little tips and tricks up my sleeve to put that procrastination monster back in its place. So what I'm going to do is go through some of that with you today and hopefully you will get some value. So what I'm going to do is start with why we tend to procrastinate. So number one is overwhelm. Overwhelm is something, as soon as we see something that's big and scary, we're like, ah, no, can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. So that's number one. Fear of failure is a massive one. We often don't start things that we really want to start because uh, we're scared that we're not going to do them. We're scared that we're going to fail at them, all of those different things. A lack of motivation is another big one. Um, not being hugely attached to why you want to achieve what you want to achieve or that you just really don't want to do it. And then <laughs> there's hundreds of things that we just don't want to do. Um, so that is another one. And not knowing where to start kind of ties into the overwhelm part of it but quite often there's things that we really want to do but we literally don't have the knowledge to start we just we need to find out that that first key point to getting started um and then perfectionism perfectionism is a huge one you don't want to start because you think to yourself already before you've even started well what if it's not good enough what if i don't like it and and you will perfectionism in itself is a form of procrastination But again, you can often link them back to one or the other. So that's why we tend to do it. Um, Edward Young always says procrastination is the thief of time. And it's so true. How many times have you sat there and you've been trying to do something that in theory could take 20 minutes and then three hours later, you're still trying to do it? How many times has that happened to you? I know it's happened to me a fair few. So what I've done is over the years of, of going through my study and learning things that I need to learn, I have come up with some kind of foolproof ways of stopping this in its tracks. Depend, it doesn't matter which of those, whether it's the overwhelm, the fear of failure, lack of motivation, not knowing where to start, perfectionism, these can all work for that. So I'm hoping that these will be really, really practical and implementable so you guys can just go off and use these in your day-to-day life and get stuff done. Hallelujah. So number one, acknowledge that you're never actually going to feel like it. And that's fine. The bottom line is we always have to do things that we don't want to do. It takes up headspace when we don't do it. This is the big thing is it hangs over us. You know that feeling when you know, you're like, oh, God, I've got X amount to do. Um, and it, it hangs over you and you'll be watching TV or you'll be doing something else, faffing on your phone. And in the back of your mind is that niggle, that painful little niggle that is like, you should be doing this. You're not supposed to be doing that. And it's a pain. So the best thing to do is just acknowledge the fact you're not going to feel like it and do it anyway. So that's the first one. The next one, ask what made you want to do it in the first place. If you don't have a good answer to that question, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, One of the big things you need to know 
why you want to do something. Have an attachment to the outcome. That's a huge one. Um, and really start to coach yourself around those different things. So you can really start to work out why you're not doing those things by attaching yourself to why you need to do those things. So the next one, for every single task on your to-do list, I want you to have a look at it and be really, really honest with yourself. Do you have to do it? Do you have to do it? Can you delegate it to somebody else? Does it actually need to be done at all? When it comes to delegating, for me, I like to look at things in terms of, okay, how much is an hour of my time worth? And how long will that task take? If it's outside of my zone of genius, I will outsource it to somebody else because my time is worth more. So that's a huge one. Does it have to be done by you? Um, break down those tasks into smaller, more manageable chunks with deadlines. So, for example, say you want to write a novel. You look at that goal and you're like, right, novel. The goal feels absolutely massive, huge. And you're always going to sit there and you're not going to know where to start. And you're going to think, oh, God, this is way too big. I can't do it. And all the feels come up. So what you want to do is instead of look at it as here's a novel that I want to write, you say, right, this novel, how many chapters has it got? Chunk down. OK, it's got 12 chapters. How many words per chapter is that? Per chapter is that. And then it chunks down again. Then you can see the number of words you need to write to complete X amount of chapters. And then you can create this entire timeline when all of a sudden you're not procrastinating over writing that novel anymore because it feels easy. That's what you've got to do is make things feel easy. So that's my that's my top tip for that one. Um, remove distractions. We are all guilty of this and I am terrible, terrible for it. So we all know what our distractions are. So for me, it's my phone. I run a business from my phone. I run a life from my phone. I, it's ridiculous how much my phone can then make me procrastinate. So don't do it to yourself. Get it out the room. Get it out the room. If you've got friends, family, kids, whatever it may be, just say to them, right, I need an hour. And in that hour, it's my time. <laughs> and I want to get this stuff done and tell them they're not allowed to in interrupt you while you're doing it. So that's the next one. Then it comes into the little coaching questions, because what I want you to start doing is coaching yourself around these things. So ask yourself, how will you feel once this is done? If you can attach yourself to that and you feel good, if like more often than not, when I'm asking my clients this, okay, how are you going to feel when it's done? And they go, oh my God, I'm going to feel amazing. Then you've got that drive, that motivation, that get up and go to actually want to do it. Um, ask yourself, what are the consequences of you not doing it? What will it mean for you and your life if you don't do it? Does it mean staying stuck exactly where you are? What does it mean to you? And what are the consequences of not doing it? And then ask yourself, what is really stopping you from getting it done? Get really honest with yourself. What is stopping you from doing this thing that you actually really want to do? Um, another practical one. So this helps with the overwhelm angle of procrastination. So one of my favorite organizational tools is what I call my scary to-do list brain dump. Now, what you do is you take an A4 page landscape, split it into three columns, in your first column, you literally brain dump every little thing you can think of that you need to do. Every little thing that you can think of and you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to look at it and you're going to be, oh God, how am I ever going to do this? 
then that's when the next stage comes in. In the middle column, what you do is you look at that list and you pick out, being really honest with yourself, what are the things that really have to be done this week? Really honest with yourself, that's important. So then you have a list in the middle. And then in your final column, you split it out into seven days. So on Monday, and it has to be on the day, so on Monday you pick three things from your middle list and put it in there. Now, what this does is, say, for example, you're looking at your scary to-do list brain dump and you only achieve three things. How are you going to feel? You're going to look at it and go, oh, my God, I've like not achieved anything today. I'm useless. All those feels start coming through. And you feel rubbish because you feel like you've not done anything. But doing it this way and you pick those three things, your situation hasn't actually changed. The amount you have to do hasn't actually changed. But the way you think about it absolutely has. Because when you achieve those three things, and if you achieve them early, by all means, add an extra one to it. Think about how you're going to feel at the end of that day. You're like, wow, I got my three things done. And I added an extra one. Amazing. Like You're going to feel so good for having that. So then the next one, uh, Brian Tracy, big fan of Brian Tracy. So he wrote a book called Eat That Frog. Now, what he teaches is that by tackling the biggest, ugliest, most difficult task on your list first, everything else is a breeze. So what you need to do is tackle that horrible thing, because what you can end up doing is using all those little things you've got to do as an excuse because you don't want to do the big thing because that's the big scary thing but that actually doesn't help you you waste time that way so if you tackle that big scary one first everything else feels so much easier and because you already have that sense of achievement driving you um, another big one is enlist help so a lot of us especially when it's big goals because a lot of the time with procrastinating, especially if it's something like you want to go to the gym or something like that, you need that accountability to yourself because you need to form that habit. And that is the section that's really hard is forming the habit. It takes at least a month to form a habit. So get yourself an accountability partner. Get yourself a gym buddy, someone that you need to answer to to get things done. So it's not just yourself. You're not left to your own devices. It could be a friend, a colleague, a family member. You could get a coach or a mentor. Um, and somebody who will really help you to stay on track, you know, because these things are tough to do on our own. And I have this in every area of my life. I've got somebody that I'm answerable to other than myself. So that really, really helps. And one of my favorite ones coming up, give yourself a reward and celebrate once it's done. So what I like to do, this is very fun for obvious reasons because you end up getting lots of presents for yourself completely guilt-free, which is always fun. So whenever you've got something big to achieve, you're kind of bribing yourself, but that's fine. You're bribing yourself. It's fine. You can say, right, when I achieve X, I will get Y. And then you have it. Have it on a chart. Do whatever you want that will help you to drive towards it. So that's a fun one for me. Um, check in with where and when you are. This is another one. So, for example, when are you most productive? For me, I'm actually most productive in the evening. Some people are more productive in the morning. When is it? When is, when is that time of day good for you that you actually think, yes, I'm, on, I'm in flow, I'm getting everything done, this is awesome, amazing. When is that for you? And also, where is that for you? I used to, for a very long time, an embarrassingly long time, try and get loads of work done in the living room with the TV on. Hmm. <laughs> and what do you think happened? 
I would end up watching something on the TV for half an hour and not even realize it. So where can you be more productive? Can you create a space in your home? Or do you need to go to a cafe? Whatever you need to do about where and when you are, do it because it will help you. Make this easy on yourself. You can. Um, one of my favorite authors, Mel Robbins, I want to introduce you if you haven't heard of this already, the five second rule. She's incredible. Now, this rule got me into the gym and formed a habit of me going to the gym three days a week. Genuinely, never, ever, ever in a million years that I think that would happen. So what you do is that moment that you feel your brain start to distract you and arm and are about doing something, that moment where you're sitting on the sofa going, shall I go to the gym or shall I eat the donut? Get up, move. Five, four, three, two, one. Say it out loud. Say it in your head. Whatever you need to do. What it does is it wakes up the prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for forming habits. Get up, physically move. You are so much more likely to do something when you've already made that step. And it's the first step that is the hardest. But that's the bit. Just push yourself through it. I used to use this in Bikram yoga all the time when I thought I couldn't stand up for one more pose and I was going to collapse in a heap on the floor. I would five, four, three, two, one, move, do it, feel so much better afterwards. You always feel better afterwards. This rule has helped people quit smoking it stopped them committing suicide it stopped people drinking it's got people in the gym it has done wonders um, across the entire globe for this so it works use it and from that i'd like to introduce you to the five minute rule it's in very similar vein but you promise yourself right i'm going to do this for five minutes and then if i'm still really not feeling it then i can stop because the likelihood is that doing it for those five minutes, you will wake up the element areas of your brain and then you're just in it and you're doing it and it's fine. Um, and you can actually just just get on and go. And five minutes turns into 20 minutes, turns into 40 minutes, turns into an hour. And then, hey, presto, guess what? That thing you really wanted to do, but we're procrastinating over is now done. And then the last one, call yourself on it. I always teach this awareness is the number one thing for getting us to do the things that we don't want to do and for changing behaviors and changing habits awareness is key so call yourself on it call a spade and a spade and notice when it starts to happen and use some of these techniques that i've gone through to actually get you moving back in the right direction all of these things are tried and tested they're all the methods i've tried so many things and these are honestly tried and tested methods and they will help you push through those horrible little moments where you don't want to do stuff that you actually really want to do and have helped me start a business while working in a demanding nine-to-five job with a four-hour commute and retrain and do all these things all these amazing things i just wouldn't have done had i not used some of these techniques to push through so do them, they work, give them a go. And I would love for you to come and let me know in the group how you're getting on with them or if you have any questions, I would love that. But until then, I will see you next week. Bye.